Hey, Katie Bug. Hi, Daddy. Do you want to talk about, let's see, do you want to talk about a big brother who apologizes to the devil so much that it makes your brains melt, and his little sister who likes Licks to it. lick up the brains, <laughs> and it turns her into a little monster? I sure do. Here, Here we, we go. go. Who is this irresistible creature who has an insatiable love for the dead? Katie from the crypt. Hey everybody, welcome to the new, uh, new, hey everybody, <laughs> we'll cut that. Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode, that's not the next episode, it's this episode, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I don't know how to open an episode, I'm terrible at this. How would you do it? How would you open this episode? Hey folks, today we are doing August of the Rising Sun, Junji Ito. Junji Ito, the, the horror manga master. Yeah, this, this week we're doing, or this week, well this week we're doing Dissolving Classroom. But for the month of August, we're going to be tackling Japanese horror to thank all of our Japanese listeners who have been there from the start. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Yeah. What have you been up to this week? It's been uh, it's been like a week and a half since our last episode. Mm-hmm. Been a little while. Yeah. Anything exciting happen to you? Not really. Yeah, you're done with all your camps. You had Girl Scout camp. You had theater drama camp. camp. Yeah, yeah. You had your theater camp. But the day before school, we are going to Splash Kingdom. And today, you're going back to piano lessons. I hate you, that. You have your I first really piano don't lesson. Wanna. First piano lesson here in an hour. I, I know. Yeah, okay, sorry. so I just have one thing for you Japanese people, and mostly for Genji Ito. Genji, if you could hear me, <laughs> I need you to tell me if you are a monk. I need to a know. Monk? Why a monk? Send me one of, like, like, I want you to send me something. I thought he was like a, a dental hygienist before he got started writing manga. <laughs> he entered a contest, like a short story contest, and he got, like, um, honorable mention. And that's what got uh, publishers' attention and helped us grade. I don't even think he won. Why do you think he's a monk? No, I'm just wondering. You're just wondering, just I'm random, wondering. just... Also, Maybe Randy the manga. Ring was wondering. Randy the Ring. That's our rating system for today. What's yeah. Randy the Ring all about? Um, What's his deal? Yeah, well, he's got a real gem on him and a bunch of real diamonds surrounding him. Yeah. He's very pretty. Very pretty? Yeah. It is, yeah. It's like emeralds. Very green, very Irish looking. Uh, very yeah. pretty ring. And my Mima gave it to me. That's sweet. Yeah, you're, uh, your summer's winding down. We only got about a week and a half left. I've been pretty busy. I was in California. Yes. Yeah, I spent the weekend in California. At, he said um, the only thing that he ate besides his hotel food was a Mexican restaurant. Yeah, I went to Mexican restaurant. Which rest- I am very sad that you had to do that because I know that Mexican is not very good. Well, in California, Mexican's pretty good because it borders Mexico too. But actually, yeah. the, the, the restaurant wasn't very good. It was very overpriced hmm. and the food wasn't that great. And I had a sore tooth because I had a, two wisdom teeth pulled. Yeah, he did. Last week. So, like, three days later, I'm on a flight to California. Why was I in California, you may ask? Well. He was doing something for the podcast. I was doing something for the podcast. I was at the Adam Institute Cor- for Podcast Makers. <laughs> it's at Podcast University. <laughs> uh, Adam Carolla and Podcast One, the studio that he works under, uh, was doing a master podcast class. Man, that is hard to say. Master podcast class. So it was yeah. like a, it was like a six hour seminar, and they had like a little pitch session, and so it was like Adam Crow. If you don't know who Adam Crow is anywhere outside of America, he's a 
radio host, done a lot of TV, radio, he's a fam- famous comedian guy. Comedian. And he's got a podcast, it's in the Guinness Book of World Records, most downloaded podcast. He should history. be in Comedians in the Cars Drinking Coffee. I don't know why he hasn't, he really should. Yeah. Yeah, that should just kind of be a given, and he loves cars, he's a big car nut. Mm. So why is he not on Comedians in the Cars Drinking Coffee? Mm-hmm. Maybe, he doesn't like coffee, maybe? I don't know. But anyway, so I went to that, I flew out Friday, I got to uh, Irvine. Friday night, and we had the class. It was like six hours long. Then it was all about podcasting. Mm-hmm. It was like had a, a, all the audio stuff, which I haven't got started yet. So right now it sounds the same as it always has. Yeah, and the thing that I don't get about comedians and Christian coffee is that oh, let's that talk guy, about something completely different. That that guy doesn't get in, but Miranda Singh gets in in one episode. The one, the the lady from R- Haters Back Off. Haters Back Off, yeah. She gets in one. Well, I think they just asked, like, who wants to do it? Maybe they've asked him and he doesn't want to. I don't if know. If you are listening to this, you must join Comedians and Cart Drinking Coffee. Who are you talking to? The guy in the podcast. Adam Carolla? Yeah. Adam Carolla, okay. I'm sure he. I'm sure he's listening now. And you know why? Well, I doubt he because is listening now. Because you're here? But why he could be listening now. Because he knows I'm adorable. Is, well, is because I pitched him this podcast. I pitched him Katie from the crib. Want me to tell you about the pitch? So, so during the, the lunch break, there's a there's like an hour lunch. Ugh. They're going to do this uh, pitch session. So they have a mic. It's a comedy club. It's at the Irvine Improv. They have Adam Carolla and then his two kind of like sidekicks, Gina Gratt and Paul Bryan, are, are sitting next to him. So three of them on the stage. And they're like, okay, while lunch is going on, we're going to do pitch session. Anybody who wants to pitch a podcast... Line up against the wall, and there's a microphone, and there's like a camera. They're re- they're recording the whole thing. Line up against the wall. Well, there's like th- I thought there was 200 people. Adam says there's 300 people, so I'll take his word for it. But there's like 62 people that line up against the wall. Like it goes like around the comedy club, and they were gonna give everybody a minute long pitch. So they're like, wow, we didn't know there was gonna be like 60 something people. So we're gonna have to cut it down to 30 seconds, a 30 second pitch. Wow. That sounds short, right? Uh Uh-huh. But not for me. I've been doing this for years. So 30 seconds to me is actually easier than a minute because then you end up meandering and wandering off. But 30 seconds, I can can rattle off. Hmm. That's called an elevator pitch. I can do an elevator pitch like nobody's business. So I'm number nine, all right, in line. So the guy's coming up. There's like like an Iraq vet who wants to do a podcast, like helping like veterans get back into society it's a podcast about veteran stories Blech. really good no, that's really good that's a really good that's a really good pitch i only want to hear about it if uncle jamie's in <laughs> he it. had a good pitch. or grandpa uncle jamie would be one um then the, then there was the guy in front of me was doing one about yoga in a in the car <laughs> like if you're in the if you're in a car commuting like yoga exercises you could do while you're stuck in traffic to help your shoulders and stuff that's a really good idea his name was carl he was a very nice guy. Carl. Carl. Carl was a great guy. If you're listening, Carl, you're a great guy. He sounds like he would make the shirt that you're wearing with the kitties in space riding a rainbow unicorn. He looks like the kind of guy that has a cat. He probably does have a cat. Very nice guy. And so I come up. You want me to give you my pitch? Yeah. I'm going to tell you what. This is this is the pitch. I'm all dressed up. I got my dressy shirt. got my nice jeans on. I'll walk up to the microphone. And uh, and, I, and you say, hey, you better listen to my baby hey. girl because she's adorable. Well, you, you are adorable. Yeah. Let's take it down. You are adorable. Me. But So we got Adam Carolla, we got Ball Brian, we got Gina Grad up there. And they're taking notes. They've got pen and paper and they're writing down stuff they like. Okay, who's next? Come on up. And I walk up to the mic and I lean in. 
and there's a big clock on the wall behind him, like a digital, and it hits 30 seconds, they reset the clock, and they're like, okay, go. I said, hi, my name's Nick Coleman with Katie from the Crypt. We are a podcast that reviews horror movies and literature from the perspective of an eight-year-old girl and her wildly irresponsible father. If you're a parent and you have a kid and you want to watch horror with them, but you're not sure if they're old enough or what movies are appropriate, don't worry. We've done all the hard work for you. We're horror for the whole family. Mm -hmm. That was my pitch. The whole room rips in applause. Two or three hundred people clapping. No one's done this for anybody. People are clapping. They love it. Yay. Adam Carolla is like, wow. He's like, that's a great idea. They he's love like, me. He's like, I'm watching. He's like, he's like, I have that problem with Sonny. And it's his son. He's like, Sonny and I are watching the Aliens movies. And I don't know if he's old enough to watch Alien 3. Bald- Sonny is a boy's name? Sonny? Yeah, son, Sonny. Yeah, he's got a daughter, Natalia. They're twins. Anyway, so he's like, I have that problem. That's a great idea. Ball Brian is like, oh, that's great. What, what's the name of that again? And I'm like, and I'm walking back to my seat at this point. I'm like, still clapping, still, still clapping. I'm walking back to my seat and I'm like, that's Katie from the crypt. And he's like, oh, great title. And Gina's like, oh, that's a great title. It's catchy. And I'm like, oh my, you know, it's my daughter's idea. And I go back to my seat and strangers, all strangers, you know, but we're, you know, having drinks and stuff where I get to know each other. Guys are shaking my hand. Daddy, you better only be drinking Gu- fruit punch. Guys are, <laughs> yeah, fruit, yeah, fruit punch. Okay. Guys, <laughs> wink, wink. Guys are shaking my hand and they're like, amazing, man, that was an amazing pitch. Oh, great. People were coming from all over. Hey, man, what a great idea, you know. Oh, what's the name of that again? I'll, I'll listen to that. I had, I had this very attractive woman in a blue dress, like, send me a tweet through Adam's thing, because I had my tablet there, and she was like, amazing pitch, you did a great job, and, and I saw her, like, kind of over, because she was actually sort of wearing the same thing, that was kind of weird, like, in her profile, uh, that's weird, um, she, only, she only has, like, one nice dress, and she talked to me later, and she was like, yeah, great job, everybody loved the pitch, uh, a lot of people come up, people remembered me, um, even hours afterwards, we had like a meet and greet afterwards and people were like, Oh, Hey, um, you know, nice to meet you. What, you know, what, what's your podcast? And I say, Oh, Katie from the crib. And they were like, Oh, you're Katie from the crib. Yeah. I wrote that down. That was a really good pitch. So even if they didn't remember me, you know, my face, they still remember Katie from the crypt. And once I said, they're like, Oh yeah, I remember that one. I totally stood Did out. Did you tell them that it was me that you named it after? Well, yeah. I mean, of course <gasps> I'm not Katie. You know, it's my daughter. Katie. My daughter. Katie Lee. My daughter Katie. Katie Lee so, Coleman. That was how it went. And, you know, I, I didn't get a contract. It didn't end with, I don't know, much of anything. Honestly, that moment, I my heart was Just coming out bum, of my, bum, 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 was coming bum, my throat. Because I'm like, oh, my God, I, I nailed it. It was the best pitch I'd ever done. And the pitch was better than that. This one, I'm here with you and upstairs, and it's kind of warm and stuff. But mm. the pitch I did there was even better. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it was fantastic. I, I thought... Yeah, I thought I thought more would come out of it. Nothing really did, you know. So I'm back here with a lot of knowledge that I gained from it, you know, as far as marketing and audio stuff, things like that. So I mean, I got a lot out of it. But but the pitch, the concept, and even the title went over huge with just strangers, 300 adults and people that are in the business. Everybody loved it, and, and that is a fact. I cannot stress enough how I am not exaggerating. It went over huge, like. Like big league Trump, huge, huge, it's huge, big league. 
All right, that's um, a nice huge. So I'm I'm really proud. I'm really proud of the concept. You know, let me know. Proud of me. I'm I am proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud that we're working together on this. You know, I did the class, came home Sunday morning. That's why we're kind of late on this episode because we were going to record it Sunday when I got back. But just the mm-hmm. traveling, flying doesn't work too well with me. I was tired. I just I was just kind of out of it. So we just to, went. Bleh. Yeah, we've had to kind of we had to kind of put it off. Here, so yeah, it's a little late. Sorry about that, but we're we got an episode going here, and the podcast is doing really well. Actually, here in the last few weeks, it's like been really jumping up. And everybody um, loves us. Yeah, um, we've got uh, listeners in England mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. in Great Britain. I don't know if it's no, the, queen. the Queen of England. I, I don't. I can't say for sure it's the Queen of England, but Please. I know she lives there. She lives in England. And we've got some English listeners. Wait, so maybe I'm my draw your Stripes is listening to us. Who? Um, at Girl Scout camp, um, we had a counselor <laughs> named Stripes. Yeah, maybe it could be. So, um, the numbers are growing. The the amount of countries we're we're here in America and in six other countries, and and we're not doing that because of me, because I have I don't know how to do marketing. That's why I had to fly all the way to California from Dallas to do this to learn about it. It's you guys listening to the podcast. You're telling your friends because the numbers. You know, the numbers are growing from somebody, and it's not from me. So it's got to be you guys and gals out there helping this show. And we really appreciate it because we're having a lot of fun doing this. We're having a lot of fun watching horror movies together and reading scary books together. And we like talking to you all about it. So, okay, so I get a little cheesy there for a second. You guys are great out there. Um, look, all right, enough of that. Let's just jump into the story here. Okay. So, what are we saying first? Well, who are the characters? Uh, there's Azawa. That's the brother. Sister Chizumi. That's right. Yeah, oh, oh well, we better tell him real quick. We're not Japanese, obviously. So if this is wrong, we're so sorry. Yeah, we're sorry that we're butchering all the names. We're doing. We're not doing it on purpose, but we can't it's not going to get any better. Out if one girl's <laughs> name is Kiko or, or Keiko or whatever. Yeah. I named a robot after her. Oh, you did? Yeah. Oh, that's my nice. My little robot that I made out of a soda can. It's a K-E-I-K-O, Kiko or Keiko. I'm not sure which. You know, maybe Keiko. it's... Keiko. Keiko, Kiko. And she likes cake. I don't know. She's a sweetheart. She's the uh, the good guy kind She's of in the story. She's a pretty girl. So dissolving classroom. So it starts off with the brother. He's a new student at school. Mm-hmm. All right. And what happens? I thought you were going to do this. Nobody wants to hear... They've heard me for like 15 minutes talk about being in California. Have you not read this? Well, I have. I re- okay, he's apologizing to everybody. Well, that that's his shtick, right? Yeah. He apologizes all the time for everything. For, like, everything. And people bully him. And he's always like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I can't apologize enough, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, what's that all and about? And everybody's laughing at him. Yeah, because they think he's he's kidding, or they think there's something weird with him. Yeah. Well, good night, everybody. Thank you for listening to another episode. No! Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you were done. No. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, yeah, everybody's laughing at him because I think there's something wrong with him, but he actually wants everybody's brains to melt. Blech. Well, that's actually what happens. It's not the only uh-huh. what he wants, but actually what does happen. Mm-hmm. And he apologizes but. so much that the classroom... Yeah, all the students in the classroom. Their brain starts their coming brain, out, like of their, their nose, their, their out of their nose and their ears and their mouth and their eyeballs. Their eyes melt. And then they just turn to like puddle, just puddle of goo in the classroom floor. Now, Kiko is a student and she's nice to him. Like she's, and she's a she's really, And she, like, she takes off because she knows something bad's happening. Um, but it, or she passes out. That's what happens. She, she tries to run away. She passes out. 
wakes up in the hospital. She has brain damage. She didn't die. She didn't hear him apologize because she passed out. But she does have brain damage. She can't talk and she can't walk. She got hit by a car. Is that what happened? Yeah, she's running and she runs oh. out and school is over and then his yeah. little sister's following her and she's like, who are you? What right. do you want from me? And then she runs into the middle of the street without looking and then she gets hit by a car. Well, a creepy kid is following her. A creepy little girl is like following her all around the you know, street. And it's like street. brains and her hair pops up and her yeah, tongue is all like, long and it's sticking out. Yeah, she looks really scary. Like a real creepy it's kid. It's like, chases her out yeah so that's not that happens before the classroom dissolves like i gotta have myself yeah she runs she runs away from the girl and she runs in front of a truck and gets hit by the truck but it doesn't hurt her like she doesn't break any bones or anything just puts her in a hospital the brother he comes over and is like i apologize that's actually my sister we have a lot of i'm i'm raising our parents are dead i'm raising her myself and then and then his parents and then her parents get really mad, and then right. and then the dad threatens to call the cops on yeah. him, and he begs not. And and then when she gets out of the hospital, they have like this like their brains are melting. Yeah, her parents because they they kind of become she becomes friends with them, because the girls going all around town like scaring people. Yeah. So every day the brothers having to go to all these different homes, and, and he's like on she, his hands and knees begging and for forgiveness. And then she starts doing that, and she says, "I need yeah. to see." Yeah, she does it to support him because she's like, yeah, this poor guy, he's got this crazy little sister who's terrorizing everybody. I better help him. She's a good person. We feel sorry for this kid, but there's actually nothing to feel sorry for. Mm-mm. Because we finally get uh, the little sister's description of what happened. Yeah, and so and so, um, Kiko goes to their house, mm-hmm. and then she's like, ew, what's that? Oh, yeah, the house smells bad. Yeah, and then she turns around, and that same little girl's like, Bleh! again, <laughs> right, be- yeah. right behind her, and she's like, yeah. doing the monster dance. Yeah, <laughs> she's like creeping up on her. Yeah, a little creepy kid. Yeah, and then and then um, she pulls open a door, and mm-hmm. then there's heads. The, yeah, the heads of the mother and father are like on like a shrine. So yeah. let's get to so so she tells um, she tells Keiko what her brother is really all about. Do you know? His like story, and when when whenever he was a kid, his, his parents were really strict, and yeah. so he found he got um, out of strict by killing animals. That's right, well, small animals. Well, he told her he um, like frogs and snakes. Yeah, he told her he was like killing like frogs and snakes and bugs. Yeah, and stuff like that, like small animals. And he thinks that like the spirit of those animals possessed his sister, and is what's turned her evil. Now that's what he tells Keiko. But that's actually only half true, because the little sister tells Keiko what he really did. You remember that part? He worshipped the devil. That's, well, he was killing those animals, but he was doing it as a sacrifice to the devil. He yeah. was going out in the woods and he was trying to summon the devil when he was like ten or something. Yeah. And it worked. Yeah. And that's what killed. And his then there's parents. and then there's little waves coming through. From yeah, the, the way to him. the way it's described is that between the devil and him, there's like electromagnetic waves. And when he's apologizing, it actually feels good to him. He's apologizing to the devil, and those waves between them is melting people. So he's melting people with these apologies, and the first people he melted well, was mom and them, dad. Well, not them, the brains. Well, well, yeah, well, I mean, everybody ends up turning the piles of goo. It mm-hmm. starts with the brains, but On everybody. the cover, everybody in the classroom is goo, and then they're all stepping over the people. Yeah. Well, Jazumi's so, not. She's stepping on their heads. Yeah, she's dancing. Yeah, she likes it. So what he does is he apologizes till their brains melt out and they turn to puddles. 
And then she um, bottles it mm-hmm. and drinks them. But she puts names on it. She puts names. She has like she all a bunch of jars full. She has a bunch of jars full of the same. Yeah, pe- people juice. Yeah. And she licks it up, and she and it's but it's turned her into kind of a monster. She's got like a real thick, and like then, cow's tongue, and, and she's real. And then her big brother says that, and it shows when she was a baby licking up the parents' brain, going yum yum yeah. yum. Yeah, yum, she's yum, pretty. Yum, yum. So she's just nuts, and so yeah. it's it's so she's evil, she's and he's dope. evil. So then the school, mm-hmm. she comes back to the school, mm-hmm. and he's apologizing to everybody. Yeah. And then they're all stepping on his head, and then their brains start to melt. And she's like, yeah. guys, knock it off. And you can see from their ears their brains All the students off. in the classroom are starting to, yeah, they got all the gunk pouring out of them. And they just go, <laughs> and they just turn into puddles. Like, like <laughs> over time, they had enough of his apologizing, and they finally just melt into puddles. And they just go, and she like passed, And she passed out. Hmm. And that's why she's still alive. She's the only person surviving. And that's the end. That, that's the end of the first chapter of that one is called Dissolving Classroom. And then Dissolving Beauty. Well, the way it works is like it's a bun- It's it's in chapter format, but it's sort of like individual issues that tell an overall story. So you've got like Dissolving Classroom. You've got Dissolving Beauty. Beauty you've got dissolving got Apartment. Chizumi and Chizumi and Love. I like that one a lot. I don't know. I I can't quite remember off the top of my head. So yeah. So it's like different segments. And there's none of these really that you need to like filter for a kid. I mean, what we're talking about sounds like really rough, like apologizing to the devil till people melt. But it's not. It, it sounds real worse than it is. It, yeah. So they're told. So so they have like a beginning, a middle, and end each section. And there's five chapters overall. He's had f- four other ones published uh, here in America. Get on Amazon. Yo, there's Tome, Uzumaki, Fragments of Horror. Tome always tells me it's Tome, not Tome. Either one, I don't know. Either or, Tomei, Tomi, and then at the end he's got like he'll always have like a couple of like little shorts that were published in various manga, so you get a little bit extra for your buck. And that's always nice because they're all good. I don't think I've read anything by I him think, that wasn't um, good. I think one of them is Children of the Earth, where this kindergarten class goes missing, and then yeah. their parents find them deep in the ground, and then they pull them out. Their stomachs are attached to the ground. Yeah, they're like attached into the holes in the ground, and they just like stretch out, and then and then they go down. When the, the hole, parents like, and, like go, everybody's they... like grabbing down holes. Yeah, it's like, pretty Dah. creepy because they're like yeah they're like kindergartners and they're yeah it comes with the Return and Children of the Earth. That's the one we're talking about, Children of the Earth. But anyway, so but if you're buying it, you're buying it because of dissolving classroom. And the return is about this girl that dies in the hospital, and then she comes back, and then the guy there's a guy that misses her, and it's like her boyfriend, and they go moo 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 moo, and then when she crashes in the ground, and um, he finds her hand in the woods with a ring on it. Yeah, well, it's a it's a meteorite um, crashes. She's in it. Well, yeah, like her hand it shows her in it. Like the charred remains of her hand and her. Uh, it looks Her like a monster ring. hand. It's just because it's burnt. And it's it's in there. So it was like she died and somehow she came to being inside of an asteroid or a meteor that crashed on Earth. And I know that is that is a a, a weird tale from Turn of the Cent from like 100 years. Somebody else has written that that story. He, he, he'll, he'll take weird fiction from the late 1800s, early 1900s turn and, 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 turn, and turn them into like, well, he's Japanese, so... Hence the theme of this month. We're exploring Japanese horror. And he's done one too with the, the human chair, which actually is a weird what Japanese tale. What is the human from, chair? Is we'll it talk, like we'll a chair made like, of skin? No, it's about a guy who sews himself into a chair. Yeah, it's he's like inside of it, and he's got like little places for his hands and stuff. 
And that's actually, that's a Japanese uh, weird fiction that's tale weird. from like 100 years back. But I know, I know the return is from somebody else. If anybody out there listening recognizes that story, knows who the original author of that is, let us know. Because it escapes me now. <laughs> but this is, uh, this is a good story to, this is a good story for kids. Like, it's really not bad. I know the way we're describing it and stuff, it sounds really grotesque. Uh, and Jujie Ito is is a great artist for horror because he makes things look really scary, but it's in black and white, so there's not there's not a ton of gore except for the front. Yeah, the covers. But yeah, I mean, if you look at the cover, which you can find this on Amazon or Barnes and Noble, and you can look at the pictures, I'm sure they'll have like preview pages inside. It's not bad. There's no there's no nudity. There's no language in it. It's fine for kids. About a guy. The devil and if stuff with the devil turns you off, then this probably wouldn't be right for you. It's so ridiculous that you can apologize people into puddles of goo <laughs> that it's it's hard to really take it seriously. You know, it, it's it's pretty. It's probably one of his most goofy stories, but it is. Uh, it's easy to read. It's like 132 pages. Uh, I think it's like 12 bucks at Amazon. That's where I got. It. I pre-ordered it. And it. I got it in January when it came out. My birthday and Daddy's birthday. <laughs> yeah, in January. Uh, you you really can't get um, Junji Ito stuff uh, in like comic book stores. I tried getting his stuff in various comic book stores in Dallas. Nobody carried manga anymore. <laughs> so I think I did see like Uzumaki and a couple of the hardback ones at like Barnes and Nobles. So if you go to like a Barnes and Noble or maybe a Books a Million wherever you are, you could probably find hard copies maybe there. Maybe it'll be there. But I know for facts like Amazon, the online places all carry everything and probably cheaper. So. There's that. Let's see. We're about running out of time. I think we pretty much got the gist from. What do you think about this story? Uh, I give it about four Randy rings. Four Randy rings. I yeah. almost named my my um. I almost named this Roxy. Rox. I, I kind of like Roxy more than Randy Ring. Well, I already named a Rock. ring Roxy. Got, oh well, you can't have two Roxies then. All right. Well, then I'll name my uh. Well, I kind of already have two Roxy. Since this is Randy, I have the other ring, Roxy, because it's got, like, plastic diamonds on it, and then I yeah. made my birthstone, Roxy. Right. So, so now everybody knows her. Y'all know Katie's... I never told him about the next Jewelry naming system. So, yeah, I have, like, a little... My birthstone is, like, the January one. It's got, like, new red sort of yeah. on it, and it's got the real diamonds going up the necklace. Well, that's necklace. fascinating, but so, but did you enjoy Dissolving Classroom? Uh, I said I gave it four stars. <laughs> okay. I'm like, yeah. Just trying to keep an eight-year-old focused yeah. here, folks. Bear with I'm me. Focused. <laughs> wow. I think it's a good story. We, we really didn't get into too much covering of it because I wanted to talk about California, and I wanted to thank all of our listeners because um, we're starting a new month, and um, this is episode 10, so it's like 10 episodes people have been with us. Mm-hmm. I guess I wanted to focus more on thank you, and thank you, Japan, um, but we'll go, into, we'll go into more detail about thank other... Thank you, Russia. And, well, yeah, Egypt, Germany, yeah, UK, all America, yeah, Russia, course, America. England. But yeah, we'll go into more detail on some of these. But really, dissolving classrooms is just a real simple story. There's not right, a whole now lot I to want Hawaii. Hawaii, you better start listening to me. Okay, well, Hawaii is in America. I I would much rather talk about what we're supposed to be talking okay. about than Hawaii. All right. Well, anyway, I don't know why I'm fussing. At it. I guess we're done anyway. Yeah. That's it. Uh, if you like the show, leave us reviews at... You can find my daddy at tellythebomb.com. And C-O. But yeah, if you just Google Nerdly. Just Google Nerdly. I'm sure it'll be the yeah. only website that pops up. You can find me at the Apple Podcast app, SoundCloud, Google Play. That's right. Yeah, so... Uh, stop. If you steal my daddy's tablet, it'll be there. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, if you like this, leave us a five-star review. 
drop us a line. You can also find us at katiefromthecrypt.com. You can write us uh, emails at, you can send me an email at Nick Holman. Uh, I think it's on, I don't know if it's on the website or not. N-I-K-H-O-L-M-A-N at, what's the website's name again? Katie from the Crypt. <laughs> Nick How Holman. How dare at, you! <laughs> Nick Holman at katiefromthecrypt.com. And you can drop us a tweet at... Twitter! Well, yeah, obviously at Twitter. <laughs> at Fantastic Nick. Uh, Katie from the Crypt, Fantastic Nick on Twitter. Love to hear from you. Um, I pop up every now and then. Gosh, there's so many... Man, there's so many things to keep track of. Uh, it's ridiculous. So hard. I think we covered everything. Let's see, we got a website. We oh, got an email we address. Didn't say we got scary. a scary. Well, because I haven't finished yet. Yeah. But, uh, okay, I think that's everything. All right, are we ready to wrap this up? Yeah. All right, ready to wrap this up. All right, everybody, thank you for listening to us. Uh, go pick up some Junji Ito Dissolving Classroom. It's good stuff. Or you can just ask us to give it to you to borrow. Yeah, I'm not yeah. loaning out my copy of Dissolving Classroom. I love this thing. And buy one for me. Okay, well, until the next episode, we'll cover something we don't know yet. And be scary. Be scary. Be scary. Be scary.